Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Pastor Todd Coconato here on this 11-15-2021 edition of the Todd Coconato Show. We are ready. Buckle your seatbelts. God is on the move in this nation. He's continuing to move. Don't listen to the fake news. They are the modern-day prophets of Baal. God is doing some very powerful things around the nation, around the world here. I want to welcome the show. Just getting back from San Antonio, Texas. Let me tell you something about San Antonio, Texas. I was literally praying for, I'd say, at least two, 300 people that came and received prayer. And it was such a God appointment to be there. And I, I was just telling um, one of my pastor friends that, you know, it's accelerating. The revival is accelerating. And we're seeing these pockets of revival around the country where I think it's going to be, you know, just full blown. I mean, people are getting up out of wheelchairs, ladies and gentlemen. People are getting healed of all types of diseases. God, Jesus said this. He said it in the word that we were going to be able to do what he did and greater. And that's what's happening right now. There's an end time harvest. The harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. Will you be one of those labors? Will you step up? Well, that's the question. And many of you are saying yes. You're like Isaiah chapter six, send me, I'll go. Lord, I want to be part of this. And that's what the Patriots in San Antonio were saying. I want to be a part. It's not about me. It's not about my ministry. It's not about my name. It's about being a part of a move of the Holy Spirit. And we want to be consecrated and walking in purity and holiness. Does that mean we're perfect? No. Does it mean we're without sin? No. He who is without sin, throw the first stone. No, we're not without sin. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But God wants to use us as vessels, and that's what's happening right now. And so people are being awakened. People are being activated. They're being called to be fire starters. They're being called in their communities, mama bears, papa bears, people that, you know, historically probably would just sit in the church service and weren't, weren't even involved in ministry. But God is tugging on their heart, maybe on your heart, and saying, it's time, it's go time. It's time for us to get in this. And that's what happened in Virginia. You know, I was talking to Pastor Leon Benjamin, and I didn't even know this, but he was actually going around the state activating people and giving them a strategy on how to be in the polling facilities during election day. And, and to make sure, and, these, and some of these guys are bikers, they're patriots, they're ex-Marines, they're ex-Special Forces, these are not people that you, you mess around with, okay? And they're signing up to be poll workers. And this is what we need going into the midterms. We need people that are going to show up and are going to stand up, are not going to be pushed around, and gonna, they're going to do the job of making sure that we have election integrity. And this is going to be duplicated. This Virginia model is going to be duplicated now around the country. Now, you see guys like Steve Bannon being held in contempt. I mean, come on, give me a break. Can you imagine this? Why didn't the Republicans do this when they had the House, the Senate, the presidency? Why, why didn't they do this? Because there was a lot of contempt kind of stuff going on. But, you know, for some reason, they never pulled the trigger. But then here come the Democrats. <laughs> and, they're, and they're now basically going against, you know, the, I mean, what they're doing, they're, they're holding political prisoners. I mean, literally, right now in D.C., there are political prisoners that are being held without a speedy trial. I'm talking about the people on the January 6th that they 
they they arrested and they put in this facility that Marjorie Taylor Greene and you know some of these other guys, Matt Gates, have been trying to visit them. You know, they're they're. I mean, I know uh, a couple of them. I I don't know them well, but I've met them, like Joe Biggs. You know, people that we've met over the years. They're actually in there right now, according to what I'm hearing, at least. And and some of these people are being pulled out on stretchers because they're getting such poor care in this, you know, th- this jail. And wh- where's their speedy trial? Where's their right? I mean, t- this is all part of the Patriot Act because they're they're basically being called you know, terrorists. And so they don't get the same rights as Americans. And and what happened? Why didn't this happen to the people that were burning the cities? What, what happened to those people? How come they got off? They got let go right away. The people that were burning down, rioting and looting. Remember CNN? Mostly peaceful protests. <laughs> Most as, as the as the car in the background is like burning. And now Kyle Rittenhouse, this trial, have you seen some of this trial? Have you watched some of this? Unbelievable. The news didn't tell us half the story. And I'm so thankful for some of these real journalists and people that were on the ground there with their footage. They have hours and hours of footage. And it's like the people that got shot. I mean, look, I'm not for anybody getting shot. Don't get me wrong here. Okay, I I stand for life. Okay, I'm not a violent person. But let's just be honest. These people that got shot were threatening Kyle Rittenhouse's life and coming at him. and, And this guy was like hit with different things and. He's just a little, you know, young guy. He's like 17 at the time, I think, you know, and, 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 you know, he defended himself, but he was also trying to stop the people from burning and looting and burning the police cars and the setting things on fire. And so here's this kid thrown up in this situation. And they were trying to tell us that, you know, he had no reason to be there. He was just an activist that was out there. Well, we come to find out that he did have reason to be there that, you know, his dad had like a business there or something like that. You know, I mean, there was there was ample reason for him to be there and ample reason for him to defend himself. And by the way, in the state of Wisconsin, they dropped the the weapons charge because a 17 year old can actually have a weapon. So I think he's going to get, you know, an exoneration here. And we're praying for that. We're praying for him. We'll have to see how this develops. Again, I'm not for anybody being killed. I'm not for anybody being shot, but we have to have fair reporting and the truth is in Chicago on any given weekend there's countless people that are killed from all kinds of criminals and you don't hear any reporting on that because it doesn't fit their narrative of divide and conquer you know the Cloward and Piven strategy overwhelm the system the rules for radicals turn people against each other infiltrate that's what they're trying to do and more and more people are waking up let me just tell you how many people are waking up because I talk to thousands of people And it's a unique perspective, but I get to talk to people that have historically voted Democrat and they're fed up. They don't want their kids being forced to to put some type of chemical in their body that they're not sure what the repercussions of that will be long term. And they're also reading, you know, the VAERS database and other different things. And they're saying, hey, there's a potential here that my perfectly healthy son or daughter could have some real side effects or potentially even die. And so it's like playing Russian roulette. Do we really, I mean, is that American? Is that, what happened to the unalienable rights? Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. God-given rights. These are not given to us by government. These are given to us by God. What happened to those rights? And what happened to our constitution? Does this administration care about the constitution? No. I know all you guys are saying no right now. No, they don't. I mean, 
look, I, you know, I don't want to get into all this today because there's, there's some other things I want to talk about. But I, I do want to tell you, though, that I was very encouraged out in San Antonio. This is like the, I think, the sixth Reawaken America tour. I can't keep track anymore. I've spoken at like five of them. And uh, I have to tell you, something is happening, and, and I want to report this today, and I, did, I said so a little bit on a video I did on Facebook, but you know, I want to tell you guys, I mean, people are coming to the Lord in droves, and I, I really believe the revival is indeed increasing, and I'm so thankful to the Lord, and I'm just humbled, as we all should be, that the Lord would have chose us for a time as this to be alive in this unbelievable, I mean, these are unprecedented times that we're in right now unprecedented times. And I'm not getting much rest. I know you guys know that. But how can we? I mean, it. there's so much work to be done and we are on the offense. We don't want to just be on the defense. We want to be on the offense. And I did talk to a bunch of speakers and different people behind the scenes, but I have to be honest, I was spending more time with the people than I was in the, in the green room. Historically, I spent some time in the green room on some of these other tours, but I, I really felt, I mean, I was out there from like 12, like after I spoke on that Friday, I was out there in the tent with people from like 12 to maybe 4, 4.30, maybe even later than that. I didn't leave, I don't think, to like about 6. And, uh, and there was just so many people that came up and wanted prayer. And, you know, again, people were getting slain in the spirit. I mean, it was powerful. I, I, you can't help but be touched by the move of the Holy Spirit. You can't. I was talking to, you know, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown last night for a little while. And I was just telling him, I said, Pastor... It is, the revival is spreading. He knows this because he's on like day 500 and something of, of the stand down there in Tampa at the river. And uh, by the way, I'll be down in Tampa this weekend, this coming weekend. So I'll be down there. So uh, we'll have to see how this all plays out. I have some pretty exciting announcements I can't, I can't give out on the show just yet here. But if you tune in for the rest of the week, you'll be hearing some things. But there's so many different things that we need to talk about today. Um, so many different things. And I want to talk about the National Day of Repentance because I think a lot of people are confused and it's understandable because we've probably not been so clear in our messaging. So let me just talk about this. So today is the 15th of November and the 21st of, the, of November, which is a little over a week, uh, it, it's scheduled to start the National Day of Repentance. And then that's going to go all the way until December 1st. And I believe we're going to have a corporate fast that's going to coincide with this. And what we're believing is, is that the Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned. Yeah, that's a, big, that's a big prayer request. Big, big prayer request. But how can the church not? How can the church not be involved in this? How can the church not be activated? How can the church not be praying, fasting, and interceding for the overturning of Roe v. Wade? Isn't that like one of the fundamental things that we should be standing for as Christians is the ending of the murder of the innocent and the sacrifice to Baal? I mean, come on. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to stop in our nation. I would love for that to be the case, but at least it's not going to be like a federal, you know, law where, you know, we're, we're approving this. They're going to push it into the states. And then there's going to be some murderous states like California and New York and others that are going to, you know, love, they just love to murder babies. I mean, it's like they get excited. They get like giddy. Did you see that one time where they like lit up the, the light at, 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 you know, I think it's the Empire State Building. I mean, it was, it was like incredible. They, they love to kill babies. It's unbelievable. I mean, these people are really demonized or at very least um, totally deceived to think this is about women's productive rights. No, this is about the murdering of the innocent. And I don't understand how pastors, you know, there's some pastors out there, maybe they're quote unquote pastors, but they don't, 
They don't get it. I don't know. They don't understand that it's the murder of the innocent. They don't understand that this is literally sacrificed to bail. Well, oh my gosh, conspiracy, Pastor Todd Coconano. He says, you know, abortion is, you know, sacrificed to bail. Well, what is it then? What is it? I mean, how can we justify as a culture the murder of the innocent? You know, I have a little daughter and it's just like, She's so precious. She's so amazing. I think, oh my gosh, how do people... Now, listen, if you've had an abortion, I'm not condemning you. I'm not... Listen, I'm one of the most great... I'm full of grace, just like the Lord. I mean, not, you know, obviously he's got more grace. But I'm just saying, like, I I, I attempt to be uh, in accordance to the word of God and, and have that grace as well. And I do. I mean, listen, I've done a bunch of stuff in my life that I regret, that I wish I wouldn't have done, but the Lord used it for his glory, turned it around. And so I'm not perfect. I don't say that I'm perfect. I'm not perfect now, but I'm definitely, my, I have a past. So I'm not condemning you if you've got two, three, four abortions in your life or, you know, whatever that, listen, that's your past. But that's the whole thing about the gospel. That's the whole thing about the gospel is we've all done things that we may regret that we've learned from, but now we're saying, Lord, we repent of our sin and unrighteousness and we want to be about your business and we want to be consecrated And we don't want to be living a lifestyle of sin because the wages of sin are death. So, Lord, we want to turn around our life. So we're going to stand for life, even if you've had an abortion. Listen, some of the best advocates that are pro-life, you know, warriors out there have had abortions, but they turn their life around. So I'm not here to judge. I hope that you understand the message that we have is not to condemn and to judge those that have done stupid, foolish things in their past, because I've done that same thing. That's the whole message of the cross is that you repent of your sin and unrighteousness, you turn from your wicked ways, and, you, and you're born again. And so stop condemning yourself. It's, it's, if you've repented, it's thrown in the sea of forgetfulness. That's not what this is about. What this is about, about though, is, is that we want to better ourselves and we want to stand for the word of God. And this nation was founded on Christian principles. Our founders believed, and that's what I spoke about in San Antonio is I was saying like, you know, look, the Aiken Bible was approved by Congress. These people that are saying separation of church and state, what are you talking about? The Aiken Bible was literally approved by Congress. And, and that was, that's the Bible. That is the Bible. That was the first printed American Bible when we broke away from England and we became a nation and we needed our own Bible because we couldn't print the King James Version, you know? And so that's the whole thing. So we, we, you know, there's this separation of church and state nonsense that these pastors are buying into. That was a letter to the Danbury Baptist Church saying that the government would stay out of the church's business. They, they, what they do is they skew all this stuff and they confuse people and then people buy into it because they just keep repeating over and over. And that's why they hate people like me and they try to demonize us and call us conspiracy people because they want to discredit us in any way that they can. They go after us. And that's why we need more people standing up. If more and more people understand our constitution, what the founders intended for the nation, what God did in giving us this great country, this is an awakening. So yeah, of course, you know, they, they, the Democrats and the socialists, the communists, that's what they are, they're communists. And they're following the rules for radicals from Saul Alinsky that was dedicated to Lucifer, by the way. And so that's like their playbook. And what they try to do is they try to divide and conquer and demonize and target and attack and shame. And if there's only about like a handful of pastors on the national stage that are standing up, well, then those people are going to be attacked and they can take you down. But if there's hundreds, thousands, millions of Christians that are saying, hey, wait a minute here, we don't like the direction of the country. And that's why I think you're hearing these chants 
at the at the sports events and things like that because millions of people are fed up. They're tired of the inflation. They're tired of the curriculums, critical race theory, divide and conquer strategy, all this nonsense. And they're saying, you know what? We need to stand up. Now is the time. Now is the time to stand up. And so anyways, listen, I, I got to go to a break here real quick. This is the Todd Coconato Show. It is 11 2021. Thank you for tuning in. We got so much to talk about. Stay tuned. I'll be right back after this break. Hey, everybody. Pastor Todd here, and I just want to thank you for tuning into this broadcast. You know, every day we're trying to improve, and uh, we're learning a lot of different things. But, you know, what? we're out here, and we're literally fighting for our country. And uh, this is no joke. And uh, we come under all kinds of attack, and we have to have, you know, just all different types of expenses that come up in order to do what we're doing. Uh, but we're we're committed and we're going to continue to do it. But we're fully listener supported. So uh, if you're able to be a monthly partner, we would greatly appreciate that. I'll tell you, a little bit goes a long way. And uh, I'm so thankful the Lord has provided and he's allowing us to go out and to make disciples. But many people say, Pastor Todd, what can I do? Well, you can help us every day. I just got off the phone this morning with several people that we've been helping, you know, with their jobs, with the religious exemptions, get the proper legal support. There's just so many needs in this hour. And so when you support the ministry here, these are the things you're helping us do is, is push back, getting into the communities, uh, you know, fighting critical race theory, fighting all this crazy stuff, the crazy curriculums that they're trying to push in the schools, the mask mandates. I can just go on and on. You know what we're up to, but we need your support and we need your help. So toddcoconado.com slash give. Be part of this move because that's what it is. It's a move of the Lord. And if you fund the operation, you're really helping us do that each day. So thank you so much. I just want to say I appreciate you. We're doing our best. We're transparent. We're open. We're accountable. And we're out here tirelessly. And I mean that. I mean, we work long days, but God is moving. And we believe we're part of an end time harvest, an end time move of God. And so thank you to this community. Thank you for being remnant warriors. And I really, really appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. To God be the glory. In Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show on this 11-15-2021 edition. I, I don't know about you, but I feel the presence of the Most High. And I don't say that lightly. I feel the presence of the Most High in the studio today. There's some people out there that really are feeling down. They're really feeling like they're going through it right now. And I just want you to know the Lord is with you. He doesn't leave us. He doesn't forsake us. He's with us even until the end of the age. He's enough. He's more than enough. And so... Anyway, thank you for tuning in the broadcast. Thank you, Lord, for being here with us. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I feel the presence in the studio today because, you know, you, you can just get so heavy uh, fighting this battle and many people are, you know, battle weary and tired. And I hear a lot of people saying, I, you know, I almost want to give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Keep pressing ahead. Keep pressing ahead. Do not give up. You are on the winning team. God is about to move. I know it looks bad. Listen, there was a lot of times in life when it's looked, you know, in history when it's looked bad. I mean, think about when the children of Israel were pinned up against, you know, the the, the, the armies of, of, of Egypt were coming at them and they're there right there at the Red Sea. And then there was a parting, you know what I'm saying? And at the last minute. Um, and, and, you know, there's many times in the Bible where it's like this, you know, where God did something at the very last minute. And I believe he's going to do something. When I see the uptick in revival and I see miracle signs and wonders happening and people getting saved in droves and waking up in droves, I know God is moving. 
And so, and, and your life may be very difficult. Listen, many of us are walking through some of the most challenging times of our life. I know some of you are losing your jobs, your job's in jeopardy because of the V. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, you're standing. Some of you have already lost your job and you're just like, well, I'm, I'm waiting on the Lord. Thank you. Thank you for standing. Thank you for pressing in. The word of the Lord is total victory for us. Okay, complete victory, total victory. And I really believe, I really, really believe that we are going to go into the promised land in 2022. And there's, it's like the spies, you know, they're all, there are 12 people that are looking and, and, you know, 10 of them are like, we can't win. The deep state is too deep. You know, the swamp is too deep. The devil is winning. Just prepare them for the end times, Pastor Todd. And, you know, you're, you know, and I'm all for prepping and I'm all for being well-read and understanding what's going on. Although I will tell you, you know, I used to tell people, to be informed and more informed because I felt like the church wasn't informed enough. Well, now we've kind of reached into a new season, you know, and some people are, are, are too involved in the news and too involved in research and you're not spending enough time in the word. And I just want to make sure that you're spending enough time in the word that you're disengaging and that you're unplugging. I have to do that too. Listen, I, I'm all about research. I tell you, go to the source documents. Don't, don't believe the mainstream corporate media. That's 90% owned by six corporations. Obviously, there's propaganda. Obviously, there's an agenda. Okay, so you got to go to the source documents. In fact, when I was talking to Kirk Cameron, we were talking about that, you know, going to the source documents, being well-read. I mean, there's that's all good because for too many years, the church was like in la-la land and totally disengaged, especially from politics and government. And that's how we've got into the mess that we're in. So I'm not advocating to just pull out and just, you know, sing kumbaya, okay? But what I am saying is make sure you're recharging you're, you're spending time in the secret place, you know, Psalm 91, spending time in the secret place, getting recharged, hearing from the Lord, unplugging from all the madness that's going on in our world and remembering that we're in it, but we're not of it. So it's a, it's a, it's a new season and we, we really are navigating through a minefield. And so we've got to make sure that we're recharging, that we're strengthened in our faith because I'm hearing too many people saying, Pastor Todd, I just want to give up. Don't give up. You only lose when you give up. You only lose when you give up. We are on the winning team and we are going to win. But now is not the time to give up. The enemy wants us to give up. Now is the time to press in. That's why I keep talking about, and I'm not preaching to you. I'm preaching with you, okay? Because I know I'm preaching to the choir right now. Many of you understand this concept, but sometimes we just need to reiterate it. Because I, you know, I could go through all the news headlines and all the different conversations I had. Listen, I mean, there's all different types of plans and plots and agendas from the taking down of the internet. I mean, you, you see all these, you know, these articles that are like, oh, maybe a solar flare will take down the, the internet. You know, where's this coming from? I mean, are they trying to project this, that there's going to be an internet blackout? And why? Well, guys like me are on the internet sharing truth. I don't think they like that very much. You know, I think that there's some really nefarious plans. I mean, look at, uh, you know, the Bilderberg Group, the CFR, you know, the, the Klaus Schwab, the Great Reset, you know, the, the things that they say are conspiracy, but you can like literally go on their websites and read what they're talking about. But if we, if we mention it, we're a conspiracy person because they need to use that weaponized term. So look, you know, you might be getting confused right now. Well, now Pastor Todd's saying don't research. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying make sure you at least take a day because even God rested where you unplug and you make sure that every day, if possible, hopefully it is possible, that you're spending time in the secret place with the Most High. You're getting into the Word of God 
and you're recharging and you're worshiping. And then if you want to, you know, study and research, because I know some people are really learning a lot right now. And I'm not I'm not trying to say it's a bad thing to research. Listen, I'm one of the biggest for 20 years I've been researching. So please don't get confused what I'm saying. I'm just saying make sure because the reason the, the, the secret sauce, if you will, people say, Pastor Todd, how do you have the energy? How do you do even my wife sometimes? How do you do all this? The reason I'm able to do it is because I make sure I recharge and I strengthen myself in my faith because it's my faith. It's my faith and my trust in God that gets me through. Don't get it confused. There's nothing else. I have supportive people. I have an amazing wife. I have great people in my life. My parents, awesome people, friends, family, mentors, accountability partners, all that. Great stuff, all needed. But at the end of the day, if you want to know the secret If you really want to know what keeps me going and gives me the strength, it's the time that I spend in the secret place every single day. And if we can all understand that concept and all do that, we're going to have extra energy. We're going to be able to have the fortitude and the strength to not only survive, but thrive. And if you've had a setback, if you lost a job, praise the Lord in the storm right now. Give him the glory. Praise the Lord in the middle of this situation, in the middle of this storm. Praise God through it. Hallelujah. I hope, I hope I'm, I'm speaking to somebody out there today because I really feel like you need to hear this. Some people just want to give up. Do not give up. You know, let me just tell you a story about giving up here, okay? A long time ago, yes, Pastor Todd dealt with depression. It's a spirit. It tried to come on me. I was single. I was living in LA. I was in ministry, but it was many years ago. And I didn't necessarily know the things that I know today. And it was a, it was a rough patch season, okay? It was a rough patch season. I think I was already pastoring at this point. But, you know, I was, I was dealing with a rough patch season, and, and I remember I was in my kitchen. I had a condo, and I was in my kitchen in, in, in the San Fernando Valley in, in California. And, and literally, I said to the Lord, I was on the floor, and I was like, Lord, I just want to give up. And I really meant it. I really wanted to give up. I mean, I think if I hadn't known Christ, I might have even been suicidal, to be quite honest. The depression was bad. Okay, this was like, you know, 20 years ago, but I'm just saying, I mean, you know, I, I understand the feeling. Okay, and I had to overcome this. I had to overcome this. How did I do this? Well, with the Holy Spirit. But let me tell you this story because this is amazing. I'm sitting there and I'm like, Lord, I want to give up. I want to give up. I'm going to give up. I'm going to give up. I can't take it anymore. Have you ever had that situation where you're screaming to the Lord? I can't take it anymore, Lord. If there's one more thing, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know some of you get it. And you know what happened? This is just wild. My radio, it's like, you know, remember the old school, they call them like ghetto blasters, I think, I don't know, stereo, whatever, you know, where you, you carry it around, you know, little speakers. And that thing was, was like off. It wasn't even on. And it turns on. It turns on. And, it, and there's a song on the radio that literally says, never give up, never give up. I mean, that's the lyrics of the song. I had just said, I'm going to give up, Lord. And the radio turns on. And it says, never give up, never give up. And I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> These are the types of things that have happened over the years. Have you had things like that happen? Have you had people that you, you question, maybe that was an angel? Yeah, angels, angels come and help us sometimes. You know that? And God is with you. He's not gonna forsake you. Listen, so I'm just telling you, don't give up, okay? Whatever you do, that's the only time when you actually lose is when you simply say to yourself, I'm done, I give up, okay? If you do that, you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose, okay? All right, well, anyway, let, let's move on here because there's, there's some really crazy stuff going on in, with NATO right now. Um, there's this whole thing where they're saying Russia's building troops up on the border, and they're, they're trying to push a conflict. And I think 
uh, a lot of things are coming to a head right now. There's a lot of things coming out in the Durham probe. I think there's more indict indictments that are about to be unsealed. I think there's some big players that we might see that people are going to kind of raise some eyebrows and be like, wow. Yeah, I mean, because these things are pointing towards the Clinton Foundation, you know, and so so you got Durham, you got Mike Lindell. Uh, okay, you know, I, again, I was just with him in San Antonio and, and this guy, once again, now again, I'm not saying I'm saying this, you know, I can't confirm this, but I'm just telling you what Mike Lindell says. He's saying that he's going to go to the Supreme Court and there's going to be like some big case and, you know, apparently like, uh, you know, and Patrick Byrne is also saying this, by the way. That there's like, uh, you know, all these cases from Arizona that there's going to be they're saying that like in the next month or so people are going to be putting handcuffs in Arizona. So I don't know. I mean, I'm just telling these people have listen, they've spent their own money. I know that. And they've been actively involved. And that's what they're saying. And these are like, you know, CEOs of corporate. I mean, these are smart people. Patrick Burns, a smart guy, the founder of Overstock.com. I mean, you got, you know, uh, Mike Lindell. CEO of my pillow and founder and you know and many of you know his story and testimony these aren't stupid people and that's what they're saying so you know I'm, I'm gonna put my trust in Jesus I, what I do know is the prophets kind of said similar things that at some point there's gonna be a major shift and we're gonna see things happen that seem impossible and yet somehow they're gonna happen so you know I would tend to trust the prophets more than I would trust some of these people talking even though they're good people and I like them and I do believe that they they're sincere and I believe they really believe these things are going to happen. I can't you know, I just can't uh, you know, I can't say it's for sure. I don't know. I can't validate. I mean, I can only go by what they're saying. But I, I've, I've felt that God is going to move at some point here, too. At, you know, and I do trust prophets. And the thing about the prophets is like we don't know if it's going to happen this year or next year or the year after. Sometimes pr prophetic words take time. And also it's, it's how the church responds to them. And sometimes it's like God's perfect will, but we didn't respond correctly. And so the Lord allows us to go into captivity. So we're in this pivotal crossroads moment. And that's why I keep saying we better repent. We better turn. The church needs to unify the real church, the ecclesia. You know, we need to stand for righteousness. We need to get the leaven out. We need to get the idols out. And I do see some of that happening. And I do see the revival increasing. And so I think that the Lord is raising up a remnant, a righteous remnant for this hour. And I say it over and over and over again. Because I want to encourage you, and I really believe this is what's happening. But we are seeing, I mean, if you go to like Drudge Report, for instance, and I'd probably say don't do that because it's depressing, um, you know, but, you know, NATO alarm over Russia troop buildup, you know, boiling point, anti-satellite weapon test. I mean, there's all different types of things that they're saying, and they're really pushing that this whole thing with, uh, you know, NATO and Russia. And, you know, I mean, this was something that, remember, right before President Trump got in, you know, Obama was was also pushing a war with Russia, and it seems like they want to poke the bear. And I don't really see that Russia necessarily is doing anything that crazy. It seems like they're being poked. And it seems like, you know, the, the deep state players want this war. And, and it's probably a diversion of some sort uh, that they're trying to, you know, uh, change the news narrative and get everybody, you know, focused on a war or potential war. Uh, but that that's the headline. So we need to be praying against that because, of course, that affects Europe and Russia and here in the United States as well. And and it's simultaneously, there's all kinds of issues with China, with Taiwan. And then there's issues with the dollar. You know, it looks like the petrodollar system is 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 slowly, you know, it, it, you know, it's kind of speeding up now. I mean, how long will the petrodollar last? Will it be another five years, 10 years, two years, a couple of months? Um, you know, clearly we're in unprecedented times. And so. I was just talking with some precious remnant warriors yesterday who I was able to meet with and very blessed to meet in person. And we were sitting down kind of talking about some of these things. 
And one of the things that we mentioned was this, the, the dollar and, you know, being diversified, having gold and silver, if you're able, um, you know, having some cash on hand in case there's some type of crisis or Internet outage. You know, these are just things that, again, I don't say these things to scare anybody, but I think in wisdom, you know, we should have two months of food at our house. I mean, that's that's not even a lot. That's just, you know, two months. But, you know, there could be periods when there was something catastrophic that happens. We're in a really unprecedented times. And so the best of times, the worst of times at the same time, you know, and many people have a lot of questions about that whole diversification thing. You know, you got some, you're on a fixed income. Maybe you don't have a lot of resources, a lot of finances. And you're like, well, what do I do, Pastor Todd? You know, I mean, listen, it's, it's sometimes as simple as going to the grocery store and just getting some canned goods, you know, and, and maybe just having some cash at the house. And then there's like real, you know, real preppers that are like taking this real seriously. And some people have sent me pictures. I'm like, wow, I mean, you, you go way beyond me. Uh, underground, you know, shafts that have, you know, months supply of food and water. And, and you know, so some people are really good at this. But, you know, I, I, again, I don't think we need to go crazy on it. But at the same time, I think it's wisdom to have some preparation plan. And that's part of this, you know, remnant underground railroad that we're putting together here. That's part of this whole thing is that God is putting together an underground railroad where, we're, where we need to exchange numbers. And, and that's why we're having the Zoom calls and, and different things that we're going to be doing going into the new year as we move forward on the vision. Because this is, listen, we don't want to just like, I'm not here for followers, okay? I'm not here for Todd Coconado Ministries, okay? When I say nameless, faceless, that's what I mean. Like I see a lot of people that are super, because they're living like it's 1990 and they're building their book and their ministry and their TV show. And, you know, God bless you. Okay, I'm not against you. God bless you. I hope you succeed in all your efforts. But for us, this is like serious business. We're at war. We're fighting for the very soul and the very heart of this nation. This is serious business. This isn't about taking pictures with people. Okay, this isn't about like our ministry. Although, you know, God is blessing the ministry, but, you know, he's expanding the territory, I believe, because we're faithful and we're also about his business. This isn't about us trying to build our own kingdom. And I'm not, I'm not listen, when I say that, I'm not like, there's not somebody in my mind that I'm like trying to target or go against. This, I've been saying the same thing for 20 years. If you think I'm talking about you, well, that's your own thing. I've been saying the same thing for 20 years because I'm sounding the alarm. We are at war. If you want to hit me or attack me or whatever, God bless you. Like I said, this is God's ministry. He gives and takes away. He can take it away at any minute. But I have to be faithful to the calling. And there is an urgency in my spirit. Many of you feel it, don't you? You know, the Germans are, you know, they're facing a COVID nightmare, according to uh, these reports of the fake news. You know, the blame game intensifies. Mer Merkel, urgent plea. Maybe the army is going to step in. And you got Austria locking down the unvaxxed. I mean, we've seen similar things in Australia and Canada where they're targeting the citizenry. You know, uh, meanwhile, here in the States, we had a win. The court halts Biden's vax mandates. Thank you, Jesus. I hope it stands. I've always said, you know, unless we have a very corrupt system, which we do, but I'm hoping that some of these Trump appointees in the in the SCOTUS, you know, the Supreme Court really stand to the Constitution and understand this thing is unconstitutional. You can't tell people what to put in their body. My goodness, what kind of world are we in? And people are losing. I mean, it's like Orwellian. And yet these are the calls that we're fielding all day long. These are the emails that we're fielding when we're not broadcasting and I'm in the office and we're talking to, you know, precious remnant warriors. This is I mean, it's, you know, we can't even move on from the religious exemptions because there's just thousands of people that need help. And we want to make sure they get the right resources and we want to make sure as a community that we're coming together. You know, Fossey, he's warning of a resurgence. Of course he is. 
because they want to push this whole thing, you know? Study, Prozac cuts off risk, really? Um, I don't know, you know, uh, if you guys have been listening to some of our friends and some of the things that we put out that will get censored on social media, but you know, there's three things that are very effective against COVID. And uh, if you talk about them, your, your, you know, your, your show gets taken off of iTunes and taken down from social media, but do your research, listen to some of these frontline doctors. The most important thing I could tell you is inquire of the Holy spirit, pray, ask the Lord. And uh, we are going to have a zoom call in the next couple of days here where we're going to give you some tips and things that you can do if you're needing to get a religious exemption. I can send you to the right people and the right resources, and, and we do want to be a community. I know a lot of people think that if I just get a pastor exemption letter, it's really not the, the thing because they're, they're really more concerned about what you're writing, and they're looking for keywords. And there's usually like and in most corporations, there's three different you know uh, entities that you're dealing with. You're dealing with HR, you're dealing with compliance, you know, which might be part of HR, might be a separate department, and then you're dealing with legal. And sometimes, you know, legal and compliance are together. But, you know, regardless is that they're looking for legalese terms. And that's why people are getting denied because they're writing these long, really heart-filled rebuttals and, and reasoning for religious exemption. But you're not hitting the actual points that they're looking for from a legal perspective. And that's why they deny. So that's why you got people like Peggy Hall and others that are out there. And, yes, she's charging. And I think she even raised her prices. But you know what? Everybody that's gone through her program, and I have no affiliation with her whatsoever. I just spoke with her once. Uh, down in Anaheim and uh, was on the same stage. But, you know, she's an activist. She's out there. And, you know, thank God for what she's doing. I know they're helping thousands of people. And that's what we're trying to do, too. Uh, but, you know, this is kind of like studying for a test. You know, it's like, you know, you got to kind of it's not something you're just going to like learn real quick. You got to research. You got to know the right terminology and legalese in order to pass through uh, the compliance, the HR and the legal department at your job. But you can get a religious exemption. And they don't like that pastors and certain people are helping. And so they're trying to go after people that are helping, you know. So we have a real weaponized government system right now. It's very sad, but this is the truth about what's going on. Uh, Vermont Democrat uh, Vermont Democrat Leahy will not seek reelection. And we're seeing a lot of, uh, I heard that, um, you know, Nancy Pelosi may resign. Uh, there's some other people that, you know, prominent top Democrats that have really gone after Trump. Uh, that now all of a sudden we're seeing they're not going to be seeking re-election. I think they're terrified because the midterms are not looking good. If it's even anything close to what we just seen in Virginia, and I think it's going to accelerate as people continue to get really disenfranchised with the inflation and the draconian, tyrannical stuff that's going on from the federal government. So I think people are going to be, even you know, former Democrats and independents are going to be turning in droves because they're like, we don't want this. You know, We, we want to be able to have barbecues and spend time with our family. We're, t- we're tired of this. We're tired of the tyranny. And thank God here in the States, it hasn't been as bad as some of these other countries like Austria. I mean, imagine living in Austria. God bless you if you live in Austria and you're unvaxxed. Now it's like you can get like a $30,000 fine or something for going out in public. What in the world? I mean, what kind of world is this? And, and this is like lockstep. You know, the whole world seems to be, uh, you know, kind of beating to the same drum of this madness. Uh, check this out. China overtakes U.S. in wealth. Well, I've been warning about this for years. When China got most favored nation status during the Clinton administration, and there's been the biggest transfer of wealth in the history of the world from the West to the East. This is all part of the plan. They like China because they don't have unalienable rights. They like China because they don't have the Constitution. (laughs) And meanwhile, Kamala Harris, frustrating start as vice president, sidelined amid growing tensions with president. 
see, you know, we're praying confusion in the enemy's camp. And, um, you know, she she had a, a abysmal approval rating. Remember when she was running for president? No one even liked her. And then all of a sudden they put her in as VP. And, and it's like Biden. I mean, the guy, you know, God bless him. I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't wish harm on anybody, but the, the man is is a puppet and the guy can't even like speak. And, and by the way, I'm not saying like bless Biden in his current status. I think he's a tyrant. Uh, what I'm saying is, you know, I don't want to curse people. I bless my enemies. So, you know, I'm not trying to curse him, but he needs to repent. He needs to get on track. He has the ability to do that, by the way. But uh, it's unlikely. But it doesn't mean it couldn't happen. And the same thing goes for Kamala. But, you know, listen, call a spade a spade. You know them by their fruit. What is this guy standing for? Well, it looks like he's he's definitely pushing the globalist one world order, you know, whole agenda, the, the Davos group. Seems like he's a complete puppet. I mean, he, you know, it doesn't seem like he's even fully there. And I'm not saying that to make fun of him, but you know what I'm talking about. And then you got Buttigieg. He's a star that's rising. Yeah, really? He's a, he's a star? What's a star? The guy hasn't even, he's supposedly in charge of, uh, you know, the transportation. And we have like the biggest clog at our ports where, where the stores can't even keep their shelves full because of this ridiculous situation. And again, I think this is all part of the Great Reset. And they're saying he's a star, right? What? How is he a star? Star to who? It's a joke. It's a joke. And then meanwhile, the poll, Republicans hold largest lead in 40 years. Well, I mean, how could they not? How could they? Does anybody like this? I mean, I guess there's some people that are just, they like to just hurt themselves. You know, these some of these people that are just totally reprobate minds. But for the sound Democrats, the people that actually have a sound mind that may have been a historic Democrat, just like a liberal and they're looking at some of this stuff. I mean, Bill Maher's even been out there like saying, hey, enough is enough. You know, I mean, it's like, I guess he, he's like a, you know, pretty known Democrat, I guess, influencer, you know, if you will. But I mean, the guy's out there saying, hey, no more lockdowns, no more masks. Like we got to go back to normal life, you know, and I agree for once with Bill Maher. Then you got uh, Steve Bannon. I think I talked a little bit earlier about that, but, you know, he was he had a surrender on the contempt charges. We're going to be praying for Mr. Bannon. He's been a warrior out there. And uh, he does his war room show. Um, anyways, there's just some crazy stuff going on, ladies and gentlemen. And they're pushing all these different things, all these different things. They're going after Alex Jones now, found liable in San, uh, Sandy Hook lawsuits over a, quote, hoax conspiracy. So anybody that's like a prominent figure in the, you know, the MAGA movement or the America First movement, it seems like they're targeting political dissidents. And you better believe that most people that you probably listen to, including some pastors, and that's what I keep trying to tell people is like this thing is at the end of the day, you know what this whole thing is? It's a battle of light versus darkness. And we can't get discouraged and we can't grow weary in doing good. But this is a battle of light versus darkness. And, you know, all these people are online, some of these boards and, you know, Telegram, and they're all saying different things. We really need to hear from the Lord. Okay, I, I understand there's some great influencers, there's some great podcasters, and thank you for listening to this show. But like I always say, test the spirits and ask the Lord, is this of you? Am I growing? Am I going deeper in my faith and listening to this person? Is this person about themselves? Or is this person actually doing your work, Lord? Who's behind this? I mean, is this the Holy Spirit? Because ultimately, I can report the news all day, but if I'm not filled with the Spirit or if I'm not on the, you know, speaking from the, the words of the Lord, then am I really doing an, an effective work for the kingdom? And that's why I've shifted a lot. I mean, I was talking about the news and 
all these different things much more often. And then I said, you know what? The saints need to be edified and we need to be strengthened in our faith. And we need to, we need to know how to win this in the supernatural because that's where the battle is. The battle's in the supernatural. The battle belongs to the Lord, but we need to take our positions. Very, very important that we take our positions, right? So that's what we're doing. So uh, I got to go to a break again. This is the Todd Coconado Show, 11-15-2021 edition. And we'll be right back for radio affiliates. God bless you. Hey, guys, I want to tell you about the Remnant store. So if you go to remnant.news, remnant.news, and you just pull down that little menu there, you're going to see the deals for Remnant Warriors. And this there's, there's so many different deals for Remnant Warriors that are available. We keep getting new affiliates, and we have a gold and silver program from JM Bullion which you can actually get you know, gold and silver. We have Mike Lindell, who gives us the promo code RMNT or Remnant. You can use RMNT or Remnant and get up to 66% off from MyPillow.com. And that really is the best affiliate program because he is very, very generous in giving us 50%. So if you're buying that, literally, like I think it's like 49% goes to the program, helps fund this show. So MyPillow.com, use the promo code Remnant. Go to Remnant.news. Um, you know, remnant.news, pull down to the store. You can see all different types of things that we have there. Help us fund this operation. And uh, you're not only helping this ministry, you're helping our nation and you're helping bringing people to the kingdom. So thank you so much for your support. God bless you. Pastor Todd Coconado here. This is the Todd Coconado Show. And we got about 15 minutes of the show left, so I want to just uh, share a couple more things with you. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast, and thank you to each and every person that came up and said hello out there in San Antonio. It was a blessing for me. Like I said, the line was like, it was amazing. I mean, uh, we were praying for people for hours, and and you know, several people came to know the Lord and got to give you know people aching Bibles. And so, anyway, huge, huge blessing, and the Lord is moving. And so, thank you. And uh, listen, don't get distracted, okay? Don't get distracted because the enemy wants us distracted. He uses torment. He uses family members. He uses accusation. You know, anytime that you're in the middle of like a crazy situation, just go outside or wherever you can and just take a breath and say, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you because I need to do that. And I'm telling you, it's a winning strategy. And we've been talking about accountability. We've been talking about discipleship. Uh, we've been talking about ways that we can strengthen our faith, go deeper in the Lord, and these things are all critical. But, you know, I'm going to spend the last couple minutes here talking about something that we probably don't talk about enough, okay? It's pornography. And, um, you know, the Lord gave me revelation as, you know, we've been ministering to a couple people that have been dealing with porn, porn, pornography addiction, and it's rampant in the body of Christ. I know ministers that are dealing with it. Um, you may be dealing with it and you know, it's, it's one of those things that maybe other people don't know about in your life, but it could be affecting your marriage or even if you're single, it could be affecting your, your potential to find a mate because it's a lie from the pit of hell. And you know, a lot of those people that are in those videos, by the way, are people that have been trafficked. It's demonic ladies and gentlemen, and yet it's pervasive in the body. And so you may not deal with it. Maybe you do. But you know what? Uh, we got to talk about the subject for the next couple of minutes here because I really believe it's an open door. And I have to tell you, if you open a door, the enemy is going to walk through it. The demons are going to walk through it. And it's going to be an area in your life. Listen, it may not just affect you. Like I said, it could affect your marriage. It could affect your kids. It could affect everything. Your walk with the Lord, the authority that you have in prayer, 
Because if you're if you're allowing that demonic influence of pornography in your life and you're looking at those things, what happens is it not only uh, perverts your mind and your thinking, but remember the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. What are you looking at? What are you what are you gazing at? The enemy sees that, and the demons see that. And so the next time you go to pray. You know, the demons are like, well, isn't that the guy that's, you know, it's the porn guy, you know, like why, why he doesn't have any authority because he's in sin. And I know there's, you know, different theologies on this and whatnot. And people say, well, you know, Lord's forgiving is merciful, but it's repetitive sin. It's sexual sin. And it's opening a door, not just for you, but for your family and your life and, and the, the, the authority that you walk in as a believer. And that's why I don't know if I share with you, but that story where the angel came and visited me. And was talking about consecration, not just for myself and my personal life, but to share that the body needs to consecrate. And I thought, you know, that's not a very popular message. It's definitely not a seeker friendly message. You know, if you want if you want large crowds and a bunch of people to go rah, 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 ha, 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 yay, 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 you know, then you're, you're not talking about these things. But I want you to be equipped. I want us all to be set up for success. And listen, I lived as a single for many years, as I've shared a lot recently about. And, uh, you know, not only would I would I would deal with loneliness, but I would deal with you know, these things where it's like, you know, you have urges, you're human. And so, you know, people kind of just hide this thing and they and they don't let people know that they're engaging in this repetitive sexual sin, but it's actually holding you back and an open door in your life. And I believe oftentimes it's what the enemy uses to keep us in bondage and shackles. And so if the body is going to be sincere in wanting to be the church without spot nor wrinkle, we have to talk about such things. And this is pervasive with the smart devices and people that go into, you know, their little hiding place, maybe in the bathroom or the, who knows where, you know, where they get away and they get on their little smartphone. And by the way, all that stuff's being monitored. And so if anybody ever wants to hold any of that against you, they can. <laughs> in fact, most people don't realize how extensive that monitoring is. It's very extensive. Okay. But, but listen, you know what? Don't, don't beat yourself up. Okay. I'm telling you, there's a good portion of, of pastors and people that have been involved in this, but we've got to break it. And we can't allow it in our life because it is holding people back. And it's going to cause a problem, if not today, tomorrow. And so wait, we need to break this thing. And if that's you and you're saying, oh, my gosh, this guy's like reading my mail right now. Well, I don't know. The Lord put this on my heart today because I want to see you set up for success. And in order to be set up for success, we've got to get rid of these areas of sin. And so uh, this is an area of sin. Listen, you know, that whole thing that happened at that astral world or whatever, I mean, it couldn't be more apparent that was a demonic thing that was going on. I think it was a ritual or something. People say it's a conspiracy if I say that. But, you know, this you're, you're talking to a guy that, you know, was in Hollywood and saw the, the very satanic things that are going on in Hollywood firsthand. So it's not about I didn't hear it from a podcaster. I didn't hear it from some person. This is something that I saw firsthand. I lived it. OK, I was a child actor. I lived it. I was in Hollywood to like 21 or 22 years old. I, I was there. I saw it. Okay. I was with the celebrities. I was there. And you, you're not going to tell me that there's not a satanic influence in Hollywood. In fact, the, me understanding the darkness was kind of what led me towards the light, to be quite honest with you, because I saw how dark it was. And these things, pornography, sexual addictions, adultery, fornication, they're all things that are holding believers back and that set us up for failure. And I want us all, including myself, to be set up for success. Why do I want that? Because that's what God wants for us. What does he say his plan is? Hope in the future. His promise is yes and amen. But he also says he's going to spit out those that unfortunately allow leaven in, that allow compromise in. He's going to spit us out like, like, you know, I mean, we don't want to be that. It's like throw up, like, like he, he doesn't want us there. Like 
Get out. Like, I never knew you. Depart from me, workers of iniquity. I never knew you. We want to hear the Lord say, well done, good and faithful servant. And in order for us to hear that, we've got to walk in purity and righteousness and consecration. So I'm not condemning you if you have this problem, but I want you to get help. And, and how do you do that? Well, you separate yourself from the, from the potential. So if you're doing it in a certain room, don't go into that room. If there's a computer in there, take the computer out. Put it in a public place in your house. I mean, not a public place, but you know, where, where your wife or your husband or everybody's going to see you so that you're not just sitting there looking at pornography. If it's your if it's your device, I mean, I just had a guy on the show recently that had that Christian app and you can like limit your device so that you can't look at those things. Put on some type of structure on your device, you know, a VPN or whatnot where, where you can't access those websites. We've got to get creative, friends. We've got to make it where we're not just going to, you know, we've got to put up a system of checks and balances. That's why I've been talking about accountability. Because this is, you know, if you wonder why certain things aren't breaking through, and then you have a repetitive sin. Well, that makes complete sense. That's why. Because God's a good father and he's not going to give you everything he has until you're able to consecrate. Again, it doesn't mean we're going to be perfect. It doesn't mean we're going to be sinless. But it means we're going to be pleasing to the Lord and setting ourselves up for success. So I just want you to know, like I know some people that listen to this program are addicted to pornography. And listen, you wholeheartedly want to get away. You're ashamed about it. Like you don't feel good that you're looking at it like you don't want to you know you're not like ah oh, yeah Todd you know forget it I'm gonna you know you're like please help me pastor and I'm just telling you this is pervasive in the body of Christ we've got to get through this and get out of this and we've got to acknowledge these things because one of the problems of why we are where we are today is because there has not been a rebuking of sin in the body. There has been a lack of discipleship, a lack of mentorship, a lack of people speaking out about these matters. And this is what's causing this. It's a lack of accountability. And there's a lot of people that are in ministry that don't have any accountability. I, it's almost amazing to think that, but that's the case. And accountability is key. We've got to be accountable to elders and mentors and people in our life. And the way that we're going to do that is, is finding the right people that I believe God puts in our path you know, thank God for the elders and mentors in my life and people that I'm submitted to and accountable to because there's times when I need to go to them and be like, hey, I have an issue and I need prayer. And sometimes somebody will just call me out of the blue because the Lord puts me on their heart and they pray with me or they say, hey, pastor, are you dealing with a struggle right now? Because I had you on my heart. And this is what we need to do. We need to take the time to mentor to all these things are so important. And, and God is, is re, you know, he's, he's revamping the church. He's, 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 he's refining us. He's showing us the things that we need to change. We can't continue to go on. We've got to change. We've got to repent. We don't want to be in a permissive, permissible will. We want to be in the perfect will of the Lord. We, we, we want to be that church, you know, the, the church of Philadelphia. We, we don't want to be the church of Laodicea. And it's important that we understand these things. And so we're going to continue to walk through these things. And, and God, listen, God is with us and he loves us and he's not going to forsake us. But we have to talk about these things. And so if you need help getting over uh, pornography addiction, reach out to me. Reach out to me, Todd.Coconado, Todd.Coconado at rlcus.org. I want to make sure that you have somebody to pray with you, to pray for you, and to, to get through this. And we're going to give you some resources and, and ways that you can beat this thing because I really believe that's what the Lord wants to do. I, I really believe he wants to beat this thing in your life and give you the freedom that, that is available in Jesus Christ because who the Son sets free is free indeed. And so before we go today, I just want to pray for each and every person listening. If you're discouraged, if you're down, if you're depressed, if you feel overwhelmed, if you're anxious, some people are dealing with a lot of anxiety 
If you're anxious, the Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things, in prayer and supplication, give me glory to God. We want to make sure that we're not anxious. We're not dealing with anxiety. If you have anxiety, the Bible says your yoke is easy and your burden is light. So we need to lay it down at the foot of the cross. If there's something, listen, I had a person that was like obsessing on me and trying to like take me down and I just gave him the Lord. I said, you know what? I've done everything I can. Give it to the Lord. Just give it to the Lord. God will fight your battles. Lay your burdens down at the foot of the cross. Doesn't mean like, you know, just escape. You know, I'm not saying just don't deal with it and just forget about it. What I'm saying is, is that the Lord wants to be with you and fight your battles for you if you are are doing your part. And that is to show up and say, yes, Lord, consecrate yourself, repent of sin and unrighteousness. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this time, this show today. I pray that each and every person listening is edified by these shows. I pray that it's not just reiterating, regurgitating bad news, but I pray we're edifying. I pray we're going deeper in our faith. I pray we're growing each and every day. I pray we're being strengthened in our faith. This is for your glory, Lord. That's why we do this. It's for your glory, for the kingdom. And so I pray that anybody listening that's dealing with the heaviness, with depression, oppression, anxiety, fear, doubt, Somebody's attacking them and their family and their life, one of their friends or so-and-so so-called friends, and yet they're being attacked, they're being called out. I pray, Lord God, that you would give them a peace that passes understanding, that they would lay down every burden today at the foot of your cross, Lord God, and that they would, they would go into the secret place, they'd recharge, they'd strengthen in their faith, they'd unplug, and they'd, and they'd get up and, and, and do what you have called them to do, Lord God, in this hour, which is to stand and to take back the territory and to be about your business. And we give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. You are worthy. You're holy. You're mighty. We love you, Lord. We honor you. Thank you, Lord. Just praise him right now. Praise him. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name, Lord God. We worship you. You are holy. You're worthy. You are going before us. You're fighting our battles. We're not done, Lord God. We believe the best is yet to come. Not because some podcaster says it. We believe it because you say it. You say your plan is hope in the future. You say your promise is yes and amen. And, and let this person that's listening right now be recharged, renewed. Hallelujah. You calling us by name. We love you. We honor you, Jesus. We give you the glory. I bless each and every person listening in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, listen, guys, I love you. Thank you for tuning into the Todd Coconado Show. We'll be back tomorrow. God bless.